Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, we, we can't put God in a box around here. <clears throat> he won't allow it. Elder Sandra brought forth an awesome, awesome word in prayer. And I just felt just a minute ago that she needs to bring forth that word to the body. So we're going to allow her to do so this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise this morning, God. We stand in the gap for every person that's not here right now, and we ask God to let this go forth, and that the people on Facebook can hear the word from the living God for a time like this. We thank you, Lord. And whatever my pastors say, my leaders say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say exactly what God says and do what God says do. And he said our leaders, we're supposed to honor them and obey them, even when we think that they're not telling us something correct. We don't correct them. God do. And he taught me that, and I'm going to do what he says. This morning, about revival, God spoke to me. Pastor Robert, a couple weeks ago, said that we were going to go into revival mode. And I bought revival. And, he, and I said, God, what do you want me to speak about? And he said, revival. He wanted me to speak about revival because revival, it is enough people right here in this room to bring the fire of God down. And what he said is that if you bring the fire, he's going to come from heaven down here. So I'm ready to see that. I'm ready to see it in my family. I'm ready to see it in my church family. I'm ready to see it with my friends, even my foes. I'm ready to see God bring revival here. So, Father, let's go to the throne. Father, we just give you praise and glory and honor today, God. We lift your name on high because you're the almighty God. We magnify you, God, in every area, Father. I had myself behind the cross of Calvary that people do not see me, but they see you, Holy Spirit. I thank you for every leader that's here at Freedom. I thank you, God, that they saw in me what I didn't even see in myself, Father God. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, to bring this word across precept by precept, God. Line it up in the way that you want it to be lined up, Father God. Even the things that I miss in the prayer time, you bring forth right now, God, and put us on fire for you. Let us know that every log that we throw into the fire, make that fire burn heavier and harder. 
for you, Holy Spirit. It's all about you. It's nothing about us. It's all about you. And I thank you in advance for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. What I started off is I um, found the definition in the Webster Dictionary on revival. And he said, the definition in Webster said, the state of being revived and renewed in our interest of God. Because when we first gave our life to Jesus, we was on fire for him. We told people about Jesus. Everywhere we went, we was just telling people, Jesus is my Lord, and we just began to testify. So now he wants that to come back to us because that has not, we, we let it die down. All of us have. I have too. I have came into this sanctuary, and God may have told me to say something. But I may thought, oh, I'm off, I'm off, I'm, that's not right. I shouldn't say that. But if God say, say it, if God said do it, we got to do it. That's what keeps the fire going. We don't know who is sitting in a place where we need, that needs that help or that word. So uh, I, then I looked a little farther, and I saw the Hebrew, Hebrew word for revival, which means to bring back life to restore to consciousness, or to restore to previous conditions. So that's where we want to go. We want to get restored to where we previously came from. Because Jesus is on his way back, and no one in here wants to go to heaven and see their friends, their family, or anybody that they came across going to hell because we were scared to open our mouth and say, Jesus is Lord, do you want to give your life to him? So we're just going we gonna, to we gonna get on revival today. We're going to set ourselves on fire for Jesus. When I think of revival, what comes to my mind are a rejuvenation, a restoration, and a renewal of the interest after the spiritual things of God. We want those things to, we want to be rejuvenated in our spirit. When we come in that door, we want to say, whoo, we back here again. And God, I said, set us on fire. Show us what to do. Show us what to say, God. Show us how to act, God. We want that. And all of us are important. Not only do I honor my leaders, I honor every one of you that sit here right today. I do. I honor you. It is a blessing that I know you, and I do honor everyone. And I know in my heart that God has set your footsteps right here to give somebody something that they need in their lives. So I do honor each and every one of you guys. I really do. What the Bible say about praying for a revival in Second Chronicles 7 and 14 we all know it. If my people, not the American, the United States of America, not the government, but if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, we know the rest, don't we? Will humble themselves and pray, then I will come down and 
let me, let me just say, if my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from them, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive them of their sins and will heal their land. This is our land. And we got to take this back from the enemy. He is always trying to confuse us and take us places that we shouldn't even go in our mind, our will, and our emotions. But right here is where Jesus lives, and he wants to come down. This morning as I was getting ready to um, come to um, prayer, uh, Sister Charlotte, thank you. Sister Charlotte, thank you for all you do. Thank you for calling me and asking me to do it. Because she the one said, would you bring prayer today? Would you speak? And I said, of course. Now, I'm shaking in my boots, but I'm going to do what God say do. And so when I got here, before I started this morning, my sister called. And the reason she did, she went to Branson, uh, Missouri, to see uh, the Jesus, the play. Now, Apostle is the one that took me to see Jesus. I didn't know nothing about it being in Branson. I knew nothing at all. But when I went, it set my husband on fire. It set me on fire. And I came home and told my mother. And she said, I want to go to Branson. I want to go. And it was, I have 10 sisters in St. Louis, Missouri. And um, she, I was like, can one of them take her? But I didn't say it in my, out of my mouth. Holy Spirit said, pray that somebody will come across her path and take her to Branson to see Jesus. I did. My daughter said, I'll take her to Branson. And they got a whole van full of people, and they went to Branson. And when they came back, my mother is 90 years old. She said, I'm on fire. I've been revived. Thank you, Jesus. Thank daughter, you didn't start a fire. And I said, it came right out of this prayer, out of freedom ministry from apostle. Isn't that awesome? Now, when she come back a, a couple weeks ago from Branson, she lit it up in St. Louis. She called everybody. Everybody got tickets. Everybody going to Branson now. Now 60 people are on their way to Branson. One, week after week after week, 60 people. Because grant you, my mother have 123 grandchildren. And 14 children, 123 grandchildren, and they loading up going to Branson to see uh, Jesus. So that is revival. And guess where it came from? Freedom Ministry. Those souls are counted to freedom ministry people because of the fire of the most living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. I was so amazed. She said, you started something. I want to say, I didn't. The apostles started this thing. And look what God is doing. So we don't have to look at what we see because God is moving in a mighty way and we want to be a part of that move of God. Also, God said in John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, one and only, 
And he gave that one and only son for you and for me. And what, he want, what are we going to do with what he gave us? He gave his son, his son shed his blood of the lamb on that cross for you and for me. Now, what are we going to offer back? Because we have a purpose. We have a reason for being here. We're just not here for no purpose or reason. God wants to revive you. God wants to. I was uh, telling uh, in, uh, this morning how um, when I came to Freedom Ministry, um, I want, uh, Paul and I, myself, were sitting back there, and I said, Paul, you know, I want to do something. I just don't want to sit on a pew and do absolutely nothing. I want to do something. So one day, Pastor Tim had a meeting back there, and I said, well, let's clean up. So we decided to clean the church. And it was fun. It's fun, people. It's fun. The Holy Spirit is still here. And Paul and I, were, we got the cleaning. And uh, one day the uh, apostle came and said, uh, I don't want you and Paul to clean no more. And we went home and my husband started crying. I said, what are you crying for? I want to clean. I feel the Holy Spirit there. I want to feel his presence, and that started, uh, I mean, it just started the fire to move through our lives, both of our lives. We just, we was on fire for God. So when we got promoted, I was shocked. I was like, not me, not me, not, not little, I never thought of being promoted to absolutely nothing. I'm really being serious. I did not, I did not even think one way to be promoted. But you know what I used to do? Years ago, over 20 years ago, I used to read the Jabez prayer. I had the book. And it said, oh, that you will bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand will be with me and that you will keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. And God granted me my request. I always put me. I always said me. In every scripture that I can say, I just put myself in that place, I, me, because I want God to know that I'm speaking to me. 20 years later, God sent me to Crossed Arkansas. Did not know nothing about it. 20 years later, God said, it's time to be promoted because of that prayer, of the Jabez prayer. I didn't know what to be a deacon was. I, didn't, I never thought I'd ever be that. I didn't think I was qualified to be that. Because, you know, you'd be like, am I qualified? So my husband and I, we had to go to the word of God, pour it out. What is a deacon? What is the responsibility of a deacon? And God began to work on our character. He said, first, I'm going to work on you guys. I'm going to work on your character. I'm going to teach you that people are looking at you. And even when they're not, I'm looking at you. And I want you to, to build yourself up. And we began to read. And God, what did he do again? He promoted us again. I was, I didn't know what to say. Because I'm like, what? 
again, we had to go there. We had to go there. Even uh, uh, when, uh, when it came to our home, um, our home is little. And I got a lot of things. And I, I, I mean, the closet space is tiny. And I was like, God, I want a big home. And he said, why? And I started to give him reasons why I wanted a bigger, a larger home. I wanted closet space. I wanted my family to come. And I wanted everybody to be in the kitchen and talking and cooking and enjoying each other. But most important, I wanted to have more than one bathroom. I really did because just Paul and I, it will always be a conflict in the bathroom. I could wake up at 1 o'clock, he'll wake up at 10 after 1. I could wake up at 2 o'clock, 10 after 2. I don't care when, I can here he come 10 minutes later. I was like, God, we need a new bathroom. I was like, I don't want people to use the same bathroom. We have selfish reasons in ourselves, really. I was saying all these things to him. And guess what he did? He turned around and sent us Shelly. <laughs> That's what God do. Okay, you got two, I'm going to give you another one. And guess what? The bathroom, we haven't had a problem. We haven't had a problem with the bathroom. Paul, quit coming. We, everybody go in at that given time. And I'm like, oh, my God. But he said, it's time to revive you. It's time to bring revival to you. And so I was like, shocked. Is that God, God is so awesome that what our little mind can't even comprehend the things that God will do in our life if we let him. We have to die to our flesh. And, and that's, it's, it's, people say it's, it's, it's difficult. I don't think so. I think that it, it all depends on if you want to. Just like Pastor Dana just said, it's a choice. We have to choose to say, I'm not going to die. So we want to be revived. Does the church need to be revived today? Yes, ma'am, it do. Because so many churches are failing to bring something that's vital and important, and that's faith, saving faith. Saving faith. We need to have saving faith. Because when we don't have that, we don't, we don't even believe that God will do it for us. So how are we going to believe it that he'll do it for somebody else when we don't believe he's going to do it for us? Saving faith includes deep passion, belief in our heart, in the essential facts concerning the person and the work of Jesus Christ. What he done for us. He went to the cross. He was, he, I can't even watch the movie, The Passionate. It's so, to me, brutal. I can't take it. He did not look like a human person. To see that makes me cry. It makes me sad. And then I am too, I feel like I don't want to do what he want me to do here. If Jesus came today and said, Sandra, it's your time, I'm going to be okay with that. But I'm going to be here till Jesus come back. 
But if he says he's coming today and I stand before him, he's going to say you went from glory to glory. Whether people believe it or not or see it or not is what he believes and what he says. He's taking me from glory to glory. And I'm going to be doing the things that he wants me to do. And I can't worry about what people feel. I want them to be, uh, it's okay, but I cannot worry about that. That's not important to me. What's important is the man who died on the cross for me and delivered me and set me free. And I stand right here today because of the freedom, because he, he set me free. And here I am in freedom. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Saving faith is defined as a voluntary turning from all hope and ground base on a self-merge and assuming attitude of an expectancy toward God, trusting him to do a perfect saving work in us through the merit of Christ. That's what saving grace is. He's going to do all the work. All we have to do is be the willing vessel. We got to say, yes, Father. I don't care how afraid we are. I don't care if we feel like we're not capable. I don't care if we feel not, we're not educated enough. It does not matter. God said you can do it, and you can do it. That's what's most important. And that is what revives us. I use another example. Uh, it's 40 people in here. Let's say 40 people. And we're having this big chili cook-off on Wednesday. If 40 people bought two bags of candy, wouldn't that be a lot of candy? That would be an overflow. But sometimes we don't look at it like that. We look at it as, I got to do more than that. I got to do this. I got to do it. But God just said, just meet, you, meet me where you at. And do just the little things will add up. And then I do the rest. With the little boy with the fish, he came with his lunch. He didn't know he was going to feed all of those people. But what happened? Revival came. Revival came in the midst of that. And those people ate well. They got four. They only speak of the 5,000 men, but of course it was five. more women there. It's always more women than men. And his children was there. So lots of people ate that because what? God looked to heaven. And he said, Father, we thank you for what you have given us. And he began to feed the people. It's all. God got to do the rest. We don't have to do nothing. All we have to do is be the willing vessel. We, we turn everything around and let him do it. If he says, okay, if, I heard pastor say, come on, everybody just start to speak in your holy language. Somebody would have came forth and said, God said but sometimes we get fear because we be, God didn't say that to me. That's just me saying that. No. 
God said it. If he, if he bring it to your remembrance and he say, say it, that's God. If, if fear hit in us, that's God. Because the devil is not going to make you fearful. He's going to make you bold as a lamb. I'm telling you, I used to be bold like that and was wrong as all, I mean, all get up. I was wrong. And that's a slang little terminology. All get up. I was. I was wrong. Trying to defend myself. Trying to say, oh, I'm right about this. And God said, no. You let me fight your battles. You let me do it. You get on fire for me. You say what God say and leave the rest to me. Thank you, Jesus, huh? So that's what uh, saving faith, saving faith come from God the creator who gives us faith. Faith does not originate with man, but come down from God. So as I was studying about revival and how I can contribute in, bu in building revival, in my heart, God spoke to me and said, by speaking and teaching, just speaking and teaching to whom, in our home group, that's what we do. We speak it, we teach it, and the people read it for themselves. He said, give them scriptures, let them read, and I'll change their lives. Because you're not doing it, I'm going to do it. But you give them the word. You show them. You, you bring that word forth on that subject, whatever, we, whatever that subject may be that we, you give them that word, and you'll change their life forever. You will do it because they are reading that word for themselves. They're not saying Sandra said it. They're not saying Paul said it. They're reading the living word, and his life is in this word right here. And nobody can change that because they see it with the, in it for themselves. And that's what he said to do. And that's going to bring fire. The people that come to my home group, they, they coming. They coming here. God is doing a work in them. But they're going to come. And every week there's somebody different. And God just sitting on fire more and more and more. And God, I'm not saying, oh, come on, go to my church. I want them to see the church in us first, and then they'll follow us right here to this church. Thank you, Jesus. I can contribute in a re doing revival in my heart by, again, speaking and teaching about faith because it will be a powerful opportunity for our church to grow. That's how we grow. People see us walking in faith. People seeing that we are trusting God for things in our life, whatever it might be. I trust him now for peace, for joy, for happiness, for patience, even long-suffering. Because it's coming. And so I have to be, I'm asking God to be stable in every one of them, to hear him and to do his will when it comes to the fruits of the Spirit. Those are his characteristics, and those are the things that he wants to instill in us. And when he does, the enemy cannot come and steal those things away. He cannot do it. He will try. He will try. My sister called this morning, just left Branson. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it was so good. 
And then she said, but, you know, I said, see, when you say but, everything you said before, it's kind of, it, 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 it's unknowable. You didn't avoid everything you said if you got a but behind it. And I was like, God, what is that? He said, she come to get you all in an uproar. So when it's time to you to come to prayer, you feeling some kind of way in your heart. So you can't bring, you can't line it up precept by precept because something is, she didn't put a judgment in your heart. And guess what she said when she hung up? I love you, sister. <laughs> she said, I love you, sister. And I said, I love you too. But I stopped it. I stopped the, I stopped the enemy from coming in and trying to take me off of what God had, has had for this church, this, this season. This word came from pastor. Two weeks ago, I heard him say, we're going to be going in revival. And I said, Lord, what is revival? I want to be in revival. I want to see the, the world saved. Are all of them going to get saved? Of course not. But a lot of them will. And we will see more than what they saw in the Old Testament. We're not going to do what Paul did or Matthew did or Timothy. We're going to do more than what they did. They didn't have uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter and um, uh, microphones. They just went, they didn't even have the Bible. They didn't have, they had the word of God. And that's what they went forward with. That's what they had. We got to do it too. Even, uh, I think that was Gillian. Uh, they, the army got down to, it was a lot of 20,000. And it got down to 300. And as they got ready to go to battle, they heard big, whoa. And the people got scared. With this look right here, we can roar so big, people will hear us down the street on Marcelina, across this street right here, whatever it's called, 52, 133, and people will say, where did rowing come from? God can do it. He can do it. He said it. I believe him. He can do it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because you know what? I try to tell my story about my life and the things that I have uh, done because somebody could be sitting here going through some of the same identical things I, ha I have. I didn't, what? I didn't know I'd be here. I didn't even know Pastor Robert was going to say, bring the word today. But you got to be ready in season and out of season. I got to say yes to our leaders, because I honor them. I do, I honor them. And I'm going to do it every time they say it. Even if I'm shaking in my boots, and trust me, I was shaking in my boots, but I'm doing it because I love them, I love the Lord, and I know that they see something in me that I cannot even see myself in me. But they see it, and I'm just going to be obedient to what the word of God says, because it can change. If it changed one life, I'm happy. I'm happy because that's all we have to worry about. Did you do the will of God? And I believe God is going to honor our faith today. 
He's going to shake us. He's going to remake us. He is going to do things in our life that's going to blow our mind. I believe that. I believe, I'm going to see that right now. I believe it. With everything inside of me, I believe it. And I believe it for our, our church family right here. I believe that for us today. I really do. Hebrews 4 and 15 and 16, I want to read that. Um, thought I had it right here. I just want to read it because it, it, it ministered to, my, to me, and uh, he told me to read it, and I will. Uh, he says in Hebrews 4 and 15, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all point tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. That's what God said. Anything we need, anything, he already know it. He been through it. God been through, Jesus came here and been through everything that we could possibly ever go through. Sickness, sadness, heartache, everything. I mean, even when we didn't have nothing or we didn't see that we can get nothing, he been through all of that. Even when his own people didn't even want to hear what he had to say. Not only his own people, his siblings didn't want to hear what he had to say. But God said he filled us through every area in our lives. And he will bring us out through what? Through that saving faith. That saving faith that he wants us to all to have. God said to me that he, will ne that he will never grow old. He will never grow old in the things that he do. It will never grow weary with him. He will always, he will never reach the end of him. Could you imagine that? A great God like that? He will never reach the end of him? I love it when I'm laying in bed sometimes and I, I mean, I literally hear him say, Sandra, come in, come in the room. I want to talk to you. I miss you. I just instantly, I wake up instantly, and tears just start running down my eyes because I feel special. I feel like, oh, my God, you, you miss me? And I go into his presence. I might write him a, a note or a letter. Said, thank you for missing me. I love you too. What is it you're trying to say to me? And he might be telling me something to, that may not be really, people would think not a good thing because he might, I, I saw your heart. You, 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 it wasn't like me. And I want you to, you know, repent of that and change that. I, I, I'm, that's what I want. I'll be, yes, God. I'm sorry, Lord. Show me what I did. God, I'm so sorry. He said, you, that, was, that wasn't me. 
my girlfriend, um, I didn't say this in um, prayer this morning, but I have a girlfriend I speak to daily, and she said to me, uh, I want to uh, speak in my holy language, but um, it seems like people just do it at will. And I said, and I started to speak. She said, how could you do that? What do you mean? I said, because in his presence, he will continue to build you up in his presence. He will change you in his presence. You get down and you begin to say, when I don't know what to pray, he's praying what he wants to pray through me, and he will reveal it later or down the road, or he'll say, you remember what you were saying in that room? This is what I was talking about. This is what was going to come against you. This is what people are saying. This is what they're not saying. So she said, mm. she was quiet. She just couldn't believe it. I said, she said, but they was trying to make me do it. I said, when the Holy Spirit comes over you, you ain't got to be made to do nothing. You're going to do it. You're going to want to do it. Because sometimes in our prayer time, we may not know what the will of God is at that point. We may not know. What, uh, even when it comes to our children or our family or anything, we be like, anything. He told me what the word of the church this morning. I was asleep. He said, wear them black pants in their black I'm serious. He said that to me. And I got right up and I got it and it was, everything just worked out perfectly in the little bitty house with a bathroom, one little bathroom. Did nobody have any problems. We got through and we was here at 9.05. That's God. <laughs> now we can do That's God doing that. His love is so incomplete. I mean, he just loves us so much. It's just miraculously how he loves us. Could you believe? I didn't believe he could love me so much. I was horrible at growing up. I was horrible. I was rebellious. I was disobedient. But he put revival inside of me. He said, it's time for revival, Sandra. It's time to see what I really got out there, that I'm going to lead the throne, and I'm coming to earth. <laughs> Glory to his name. And he going to turn, he going to have mountains where they melt away because of the fire that, that's going to rave off of him. He going to have sinners yeah, they're going to come through that door. They're going to run up here and say, I want to give my life to Jesus. I believe that because he said it to me. He's going to have sinners running up here. I am ready to change. That's what the Holy Ghost. He said, when we get on fire, we, they're going to come. We're going to say, where they come from? Because they're going to hear us. And they're going to come and say, I want to change. People are hurting. They sad. They depressed. We don't know what's going on in people's hearts. But God do. He do. And he wants to take us to that level. I want to see him. 
I want to see every one of my family members come to Jesus. I want to see them. I want to see even some of my foes come to Jesus. You hear me say some. (laughs) But I want to see them. I want to see my friends come to Jesus. I want to see them sold out, not just say, oh, okay, I just made it there. No. See, salvation is free. But the anointing going to cost us something. And that's where the fire comes from, the anointing. Because that's what breaks yokes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. His mercy are new every morning. Every morning, his mercies are new. Aren't you glad that you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Aren't you glad? Thank you, Jesus. Uh, like I said, I, 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 I uh, used to say the Jabez prayer. I used to just ask God to bless me indeed. And never, never in my wildest dream did I think that he would bring me to this level. Here at Freedom, never. Apostle saw things in me that I didn't, I'm telling you, that I never saw in myself. I never thought that I would ever, ever speak up to people and that they were really, truly here. Because sometimes you speak to people and they're not listening. But God said they will listen when you bring my word, my truth, my faith, my love. When you bring that to they will see it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want to see him come down, church. I do. I believe that it's possible. I believe it. If he can take me, I mean, if he can take me and change my life around and put the fire of God in me, then he can, I know he can do it. Thank you, God. We will have joy, unspeakable joy, happiness, past the understanding of any man. We'll be looking and saying, where did it is? Sometimes I'll be like, God, thank you for the joy. Thank you for the peace. Thank you, Jesus. I do long to see it. Again, I want to see my children. I want to see them come, my grandbabies come to Jesus willingly. I, I watch you, Grandma, and I want, to, I want to do what you do. I love you so much. What you, what, what you, God, show me. God, show me what I need to do. So simple. But we, what we really want is to see the people come and they just fall down on their knees. We ain't got to say a word. We don't have to give an altar call. They're going to come down, and they're going to say, I want Jesus. That's what we want. We want to see it. So we got to get on fire. Let's throw, let's throw our bricks into the fire, our wood bricks into the fire. Because the more we throw them in, all of us, we throw them in, it'd be a big fire, really big fire, and people will see it. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Hallelujah.
I want to invite y'all to come if you want the fire of revival stirred up in you. We'll let Elder Sandra pray for you. If you want revival stirred up, the fire. That fire came from Apostle. She came and released it one day here. But if you want to be used by God during the time, because it's, it's coming. If you want a little more fire, or a lot more fire, it don't matter. You just want some fire. Let Elder Sandra pray for the people. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.